welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I guess everybody said that all the time. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, it's truly my honor. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to be co-owner and head chef at one of the best restaurants in Kansas City, if not the Midwest. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty long story. I don't know where to start, but um, since uh, I'm a little boy, I wanted to live in U.S. because I was just amazed by all the the things I was seeing in the movies and I really loved the the culture and the music and I was really like deep into the American culture when I since I'm a little boy and after I chose the path that being in a restaurant business and it became clear for me that I needed to live here so when I started the culinary school in, at 16, wow. uh, at 16, I knew that if I go all the way to six years culinary school, at the end is a, an internship, like an important internship that you can take. And this one, uh, this one that you can have in US. So it's only two spots for US. Um, and then I was starting to talk with my teacher about me coming here for this internship, it was like, oh, I relax. You are already 16 years old. You have time, and so this, and then only the best student can be can uh, can come in US. Uh, so I was it was my goal, and I focused on it, and I was like, put it all this like picture of US in my bedroom, uh, awesome. and then I was like, every day I was waking up, and I was like, okay, I need to to be one of the best in my school and make sure I have this internship. Um, when I was then, when I was 20 years old, uh, I applied for the inter this internship with Kevin, my buddy Kevin. Uh, and I was like, you want to go to US? He was like, no, I won't, I won't go to US. I was like, what the fuck, man? Let's go to US. It was be pretty fun. He was like, no, I don't feel like going in US. I was like, Okay, it's not a question. We are going to US. I was like, okay, let's do it. Everyone needs a leader. Exactly. And uh, well, I'm not leader of Kevin, but he was like, okay, uh, let's let's do it. And um, we came in at this restaurant in Parkville. Uh, I chose the kitchen. It chose to be the front of the house. But before I was the front of the house and it was a kitchen we switch during this internship. Because uh, we realized that it's very important to know every aspect of owning a restaurant so you need to know the accounting the marketing the how to serve how to bartend and how to cook that's what we learn in culinary school you learn to do everything so we did an internship and during this internship so it was not sexy to come in Kansas City like everybody was like oh you're gonna cook burger good for you and everybody all my friends were going to Star Michelin restaurant, famous restaurant in France. I was like, okay, but it's like the first door to go to US. I know it was like you need you need to start somewhere. Okay, it's not doesn't sound sexy, but for me, I was already excited and already was happy to be there, be here. And during during this internship, um, I met uh, my mentor Walker, and he basically took us under his wing, like. Business-wise, he was like explaining like a little bit about real estate, about the business in general, because he used to own restaurant. And after uh, those four months, he was like, "Well, if you guys want to open a restaurant one day, 
you guys let's keep in touch and we'll see what this bring so came back in france finished my school and after school i went to monte carlo to work for one of the best chefs in france three star michelin and i worked there for a summer and i was like man i really miss us i need to come back here so it's difficult because you need to have a visa to work here so you need to have a company who's sponsoring you so it's not that you like taking a flight and you go in us and then you figure out some people do that and i like to do it like the right way um and then i found this job in florida in epcot because disney was giving like so much like visa so i took this job with kevin again he came with me in florida yeah in orlando and we did a year there and financing restaurant working under like a very like good chef and i learned how to be organized i learned to um how to cook like a lot of different preparation and he was like italian but speaking french and english so it was like it was like really really good for me to learn with his chef and he was like it was a uh, crazy but in a good way that was like really tough at yeah. this point how old were you at this point uh i was um 22 yeah so after florida i was like well i'm just gonna come back here and can see for vacation with Kevin and we we stay at uh, Walker and he was like well you guys are here not for vacation we're gonna find you a restaurant and I wanted to relax you know <laughs> I see some friends and he was like no let's find a restaurant so we found this restaurant Westport Cafe through um, a restaurant consulting guy and he was like yes yeah, the owner wants to sell you guys will be great to take over this little bistro in the middle of Westport. And by the time, I didn't know too much about Kent City because I stay in Parkville. So it was in the suburbs. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then I saw this space and we saw the, the potential of it. Uh, and But we only came once for dinner and met the owner. It was really good. Uh, and then we came back in France because... Uh, Again, we didn't have a visa to stay longer, so I have to go back in France. And we found an agreement to buy this this business, and we found a lawyer to fill up the paperwork. It took a year to to buy out to make to have everything figured out, and we came here in 2016. Uh, we bought the to October 2015, and since then we we've been here. So we are 24 years old. Wow. Yeah. You were 24 when you bought a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. In a country that you didn't grow up in. Yeah. And I was like, well, you, Burns was like, are you sure you, you know what you're doing? I was like, I don't know. Like, I guess I have nothing to lose. I have no furniture. I have no, I didn't have a car. I didn't have a girlfriend. I was like, it's now never. Yeah. Really. Hey, that's your sign to take the plunge. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, so Walker got us a loan to buy the business and we came with a little saving and we started from here. Wow. Yeah. I love that story. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in uh, the east part near Switzerland. Um, it's like 45 uh, minutes away from the border. A very small town, 25,000 people. Uh, a very cute city. It's nice to grow up there. Everybody know each other. Like very peaceful uh, the winter you go skiing the summer you just hang out near the lake it's like a bunch of lakes 
uh, and the uh, very happy childhood there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all the sh- aspiring chefs in America say, oh, my gosh, we have to move to France to learn how to cook. Right? Yeah. Like, that's the dream. That's the capital of yeah. food in the world. So what was the allure to America from a culinary aspect? Uh, I guess for the culinary aspect, it was, it was more like for the business ac- aspect, I would say. Um, but after I discovered how rich is American food because it's so much diversified here. You have Mexican food, you have like Asian food and that we don't have too much in France. Yeah. So yeah. I learned I was I was not coming here for the for the food specialty here. But when I get here I was like, Wow, there's so many so many food I don't know and I'm learning still learning, of course. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Yeah. But for me like to push me to, to be a business owner was probably from my grandfather because he was uh, an entrepreneur was a butcher very very like successful butcher uh, basically created like little food truck that he, he was bringing his little shop to little camping like for people who are in vacation they were camp- camping and then he was selling meat in a little food truck like this and then he was like different butchering and so he just like inspiring me a lot about the business side of it. Uh, and then my father's side, they are a winemaker. So I was around wine all my life. Um, my father was hosting every weekend. So he really like create, like I needed to be around food and restaurant and host. And yeah. Yeah. You bought the restaurant in 2015 with Kevin. Yeah. You guys show up back to America in 2016. What is day one like at the Westport Cafe when you guys walk in? Interesting question. Uh, it was it was strange in a way because I was 24 and everybody saw me as a as their boss. So when you're 24, you don't see yourself like as a boss or like, people call you start to call you chef. Uh, things like this. It was little. You have to prove yourself when you're 24 and you take over a business with already like 15 employees because you you are the younger the so I was, we were the youngest of the company some, sometimes. So, um, so, but we had like six years culinary school. We worked for different restaurants. So we had, I feel for me, I was enough skill to do it. Even if I'm, I was like, I just, I want to learn by myself. I don't want to work for someone else. I want to do it by myself the way I want it and make it successful. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was tough because I, I didn't know too many people here, like restaurant wise. Yeah. So you have to build a team. People need to, you have to build a reputation for people to work with you. So at the beginning, you by yourself, you do everything by yourself. And after, as you grow, people want to work for you and then you build a reputation and, uh, yeah. It's not uncommon to be out in Kansas city and say, Hey, to, to anyone you're talking to like, Hey, what's your favorite restaurant in Kansas city? Where should I take my family when I'm in town? Westport cafe gets brought up all the time. Was that the case when you guys first stepped into it? Yeah, it was a pretty strong reputation. I would say we, the previous owner will be agree with me that we made it more French and better um, because they were on the way out and they were a little burnout by Westport Cafe. So we, they, they created like an amazing restaurant. We took over and we changed the menu. We still have like some few dishes from them and, um, uh, but they still have like a strong reputation, but we made it another level, I feel. Yeah. 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 That's great. I love that. And yeah. And now we are bringing some 
uh, other chefs from France to be part of the team. So, oh, yeah, so now we have Thomas in the kitchen. He's from south of France. So he's our head chef because I cannot do everything by myself, uh, especially we're trying to expand the business right now. And um, we have another business partner. His name is Nicolas. He's from France too. Uh, he moved here uh, now. It's been six years. He's our business partner. He's taking care of the catering part. Yeah. What gets you most excited these days, whether it's through the restaurant or personally? Uh, I really like the fact that every like you have to solve every problem by yourself. So you have to be creative, and you have to be creative how to make uh, a better a better fine you have to be creative to have to make a better living so how to increase our our income how to get better as a leader as a um, the management to side of it is like very like interesting for me i'm learning a lot about management about leadership uh uh, of course, I'm still digging into the the kitchen, but I have a little less time to be in the kitchen, and and I'm still like very creative. But uh, what I'm most excited about is to how to grow the business, how people succeed before me, and how to develop a new um, the, the the catering and just more option for us. Yeah. Yeah. If you could paint a picture in 10 years, right? You're a very driven man. Like you, you have this will to succeed. You keep saying, and you're like, you're very independent in that, right? You're not relying on somebody else to make it happen for you. You're like, I'm going to go get this shit done. <laughs> no one's getting in my way. In 10 years from now, what will you, your legacy, this brand, what will it look like? In 10 years, um, well, I hope in 10 years we will have, uh, like we will grow our, our catering part of the catering side of the business, we will grow it um, to have more like fun events. Like we do, we, we do a lot of events with our event space, uh, 2016 main in uh, Crossroad. So we have an art gallery. So I really like this new side of my professional life to develop the art gallery a lot and to, just to do like, like basically do like bigger events and create like an experience for people like with good cocktail, uh, good atmosphere and good food. Mm-hmm. So that's what I see in 10 years, like creating more like events around the French uh, touch, we'll say. Yeah. And of course, still developing uh, a restaurant. I don't know if it will be still Westport Cafe or another space, but uh, still have a, like a like a restaurant or more like a wine bar or some or something like this. We always want to involve. We don't want to do the same thing all the time. Yeah. Uh, we started young, so it's it's we still have a lot of time for for of us to do a, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When someone walks through that door right there, what's the experience that you hope they leave with? I hope they will leave the the cafe saying that they feel like they were in Paris for couple hours they feel like they're eating something different than if they go to another french restaurant in america because most of the time when you go to a french restaurant in america it's very classic so you have the onion soup you have the creme brulee you have all of all of these things and me what i brought here is modern french food that i learned in paris uh is basically a mix of bistro and fine dining combined together so you will have the same experience than the fine dining, 
food-wise uh, and service as well, but in more relaxed atmosphere. So I was like, people, oh, I feel like it feel like it's casual French food, but at the same time we had like an amazing meal. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people are a little intimidated when they come to a French restaurant. This thing is like always like fancy and it's like, I don't know what is French food, but we're getting adventurous. We have all this fusion with Mexican food and Asian flavor. I will say like probably they have like the best French experience in the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. I love it. This place is so versatile. I mean, you can come in the morning on a Sunday and have brunch with your family. Or you can come have dinner at 10 o'clock at night with your friends and it'd be buzzing. The bar will be busy. Some of the best cocktails in the town, some of the best food. Every time I leave, I, d I feel like I don't shut up about my experience for like the next week. Everyone's like, everyone has to hear about it that I come across. Yeah. So well done and congratulations Thank you. on that. Thank you. Yeah, we have a pretty strong uh, late night. So, well, we really rain now in the city because we open our kitchen till 11.30 p.m. Which is not common. Yeah, that's, that's like, it's, we are like very like thankful to have the staff that work that late and make a good experience. Even if you come at 11, you still have the, almost the full menu available. And, um, so because we, of course, we like, we like to party with, uh, Nicolas and Kevin. So we wanted to have like a, a restaurant that will be open like all night where people can, kind of fun time sometimes it's like yeah you come at 11 on a ch Wednesday night is full and people have fun you can feel when people have fun you can just list by listening like the the noise of the room you can feel like if it's a good night mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I absolutely adore your partners Kevin and Nicholas that certainly wouldn't be the way it is without them what is it that you value so much in those guys uh, by first, I can trust them like my brother. Um, they, I think it's hard to find uh, the right business partner, um, especially when you are free. Sometimes it's like it can be a little tricky. Everybody was saying to me, free is not a good number when your business partner is always two against one. And it never happened because I think we are smart enough to everybody have their own job. Um, we are kind of like competitive a little bit together, like not in a way that we want to make sure we, everybody's creative, but I'm probably the most creative. Kevin is more like the, the day-to-day -day guy was like, if we have a plan of let's make this concept, he will do it the same concept every day. And Nico is more like in the, the, the financial side, more like marketing, accounting side. Uh, but I value that we are all different. We are all like a different um, personality and that's what it works together. Um, we try to hang out together. We try to have fun like every day. Like we don't take ourselves too, too seriously. We try to always like crack a joke and yeah, try to, to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are good at traveling the world. I feel like to go get other experiences. Yeah. Uh, Nicolas used to work in China. Uh, Kevin, he works in England a little bit and I work most between France and America. Yeah. 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 Okay. So this American right here is going to Paris for the first time next week. Okay. Any advice for me? Um, well, first I would say you have to wake up, um, and just have a little coffee and a croissant and a little cafe on, on the outside. Of course, you have to sit outside. Very important in Paris. Okay. Even okay. if it's cold, sit outside. 
Uh, I would say you can start with a cigarette, but maybe not too early. <laughs> and then just like Paris is great to just to to wander around, to walk around, just like uh, maybe a little museum. And after you just take a nice lunch with a good bottle of wine. Uh, in the afternoon, just hang out in the park and just get a good book. And maybe just fall asleep a little bit for like 15 minutes and then... Uh, just find a good place to eat at night and have fun. Like it's Paris is, I feel like we, we always say New York is a city we never sleep. And I don't think it's true. I think it's Paris really? because the club, uh, for instance, the, the restaurant or they can, they take guests until 11 PM. The club is open until 6 AM and the bars open until 3 AM. So it's always like, I feel like it's always going in Paris. Yeah. Well, you always send me the best French restaurants in New York that I love going to, Bouvet, whatever it is. They're always the best. So I think I'm going to need your Paris recommendation list. Okay, too, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yes. Paris is a wonderful place. Yeah, I, I used to live there and then, yeah, I miss it. I miss it a lot, yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to capture here? Uh, no, I would say if, if in your life you have the opportunity to, to move in other country and to start your... your a new life and have like kind of a, like a not like follow a different path that most of people have to stay in the same city and same country. It's, it's good. I don't like, I don't blame people with doing that, but I feel like I learned so much. Like it pushed my, my boundaries a lot by moving in America. And I learned so much about myself, um, how to make sure you make the right connection, how to make sure you find a good product for your restaurant. So, like if you have the opportunity to do it, I will say, don't think too much. Don't get too many information. Just do it. Yeah. I love that. Just trust your gut and go for it. Yeah. That's amazing advice. Thank you for being you, brother. And thanks Thank for you. sharing the knowledge. Of course.